People of the internet, how will do? I am the Ecking Guy, and welcome back to the Ecking Show. This season, more mayhem, more death, more destruction. So strap in and strap on once again as we play the world's favourite end of the world golf complex nihilistic role playing quiz game. That's right, we're going on another one of them Armageddon vacations. On this week's show, it's an absolute pleasure to welcome Europe's heaviest light entertainer, Britain's most unsuccessful Mexican wrestler, and now mainstay of every Britain's Got Talent Worst Auditions Ever compilation tape, Jerry Bakewell. <laughs> Hello, Dean. Lovely to be here. Thanks for having me on. How are you? I'm good, sir. How, how are you doing? I'm not too, I've stopped talking like I'm on the phone very far away. I'm not too bad. Can't <laughs> complain. Yeah, I've got a satellite delay, though, of uh, three seconds. Yeah, I'm not too bad. I'm all right. I've been keeping busy. Good, good, good. So give us a little history of the Bakewell family. They're a wrestling dynasty. Uh, well, yeah, the dynasty, uh, well, the Bakewell family. Uh, originally More of started Colby's. Out, well, yeah, originally started out uh, me and my brother, Stakely Bakewell. Um, he he simply, sadly, since departed, uh, to, he lives in Canada now. Uh, there's Grandpa Bakewell, who, who did sadly depart. Um, and, uh, and, and we were the fabulous Bakewell boys and we, we toured the country, uh, wrestling. Um, unfortunately we never won a match, but we gave it a bloody good go. Uh, and then since, since he, since, uh, sort of being flying solo over the past few years, uh, enjoying absolutely very limited success indeed. Well, limited success is better than no success. Um, arguably yes, but it is, if, if I had no success at all, I didn't try. Limited success, I've tried, and I've achieved very little. So it's a constant reminder of my own failings. So you're now doing a bit of comedy. So what came first, really, the comedy or the wrestling? Uh, wrestling came first. A lot of people found uh, my wrestling very funny. Um, it wasn't intentionally funny. Um, so I thought, play to your strengths. Um, so I've been, since 2016, 17, I think, I've been performing... Anywhere that'll have me, to be honest. First of all, uh, open mic nights above pubs. And since then, I've, I've graduated to doing more open mic nights above pubs. Uh, it's taken me all sorts of places. I performed in a scout hut, uh, in a gig to save the scout hut. Uh, it, it, it was demolished uh, the week after. Um, I, I've been abroad, been to the Isle of Wight. Um, I, have, I came second in Britain's next top bingo calling competition. How many people um, were in that? How many people? Uh, 20, 20 entrants. I, can, right. I, I got the judge's choice. Um, and uh, I also this year um, auditioned for Britain's Got Talent. Um, and I was politely asked to leave Britain's Got Talent. <laughs> Although one of them did actually take a liking to you. Yeah, David Williams. He did it for, for to be perfectly honest, he, I think he did it for a laugh. Um, sort of ironically rooting for me. Um, which is okay. I'll take that. Um, I'll never forget what, what Simon Cowell said to me. He said, I don't get it. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, and um, what's her name? The one from Mystique. She said, uh, please make it stop. So it was a positive experience all around. Um, yeah. And, and I actually, I've got, I've actually got plans to do it again uh, next year. Um, so I've got a golden retriever uh, last June uh, called Isla after the Isle of Dogs, which is near where I live and now. <laughs> and uh, I want to go on Britain's Got Talent and, and, um, and what I'll, I'll, I'll sort of build it as I'm doing a dog dancing routine. You know, you see people do the dog dancing. Um, yeah. And, and then what I'll actually do when, when it's time, I'll, on, on, I'll take the, the, collar, the leash off and then she'll run off stage and then the music will hit and then I'll do the act as I would have done with a dog. Um, <laughs> and that's, that's, my, that's my plan for next year. She got a little mask made up for her. Uh, I think it's quite, is it cruel to put masks on dogs? Put muzzles on them. Oh, I'll, I'll think about it. Yeah. All right, thanks for that. All right, Adele. That's 5% of your possible yep. merch sales from that. 5% of nothing is nothing. <laughs> so, 
wrestling first or who are your heroes of wrestling um i like the old school wrestlers the proper wrestlers so i look towards les kellett cat weasel cry baby jim breaks uh alan kilby uh, kendo nagasaki and the one that's on facebook now that just writes in capital letters what's his name <laughs> uh i can't remember but i like I liked him as well so i liked all the um all the old style wrestlers i, I love les <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sorry. Oh, God, <laughs> you're like one of the best heavyweights of his generation uh, he just writes in capitals yeah just writes in caps and he said he said he said he, he signs off every message saying yours in sports uh, <laughs> <laughs> like great picture yours in sports Ma- marty jones that's the one yeah oh my jones he's, he's superb Cracking i remember him being at a show and then announcing he was the longest champion the longest champion it's the longest champion the longest in, in height Width, he's quite tall. Longest. Um, I love Steve Gray. I love Steve Gray. Everyone says Johnny Saint, so I'm not going to say him. Um, I'm a big fan of his balls. Big fan of Johnny Saint's balls. Yes. Explain. The Johnny Saint ball. All oh, right, he rolls into the ball, puts his hand in. You oh, didn't know that Johnny Saint ball. Johnny Saint Paul. Johnny Saint ball. Oh, the Johnny Saint ball. Yeah, when he when he he does a cross his legs and put his hands up through his legs. Yeah. And impregnates himself. Um, for an extra 15 quid um, I, I like a lot of other ones uh, just mainly the old school guys yeah okay. yeah here is a comedy same Who, thing old school guys from comedy or do you like some of the new school I, I like Morecambe and Wise hmm? um, I well it's a bit boring everyone says Billy Connolly but Billy Connolly because um, he just it just didn't it made it look easy um, anyone that's just outrageously silly um, I like the sort of uh Cannonball, yeah, Cannonball. Uh, I like the much more outrageous sort of, um, sort of taking people out of your comfort zone, uh, rather than the the straight stand up. I'm not, I'm not a huge, huge fan of sort of normal stand up comedy. Um, I find it boring. So if you were to pick five heroes of comedy, <sighs> who would you pick? Cannonball, that's two. Morecambe and Wise, that's that's two more. Um, <laughs> Tommy Cooper, that's one, uh, despite the fact there are two names. That's my five. So if those five will go against your top five heroes of wrestling in a death match, who's winning? Yeah. Uh, well, if Alan Kilby's in it, Alan Kilby uh, probably would win the death match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Alan, I Alan think K- some people may have to Google that one. Yeah, well, don't. <laughs> um, well, well I, I'd say no one would win. No, no one would win a death match because no, no, no one in that generation would perform a death match. It would be terrible. No, no one would know what they were doing. I don't think the old wrestlers could work a chair. They wouldn't know what that to do. Tommy Cooper was a black belt. Remember, in, in black belt, so he'd probably do them all in. All the Tommy Cooper comes out um, on top. Okay. Yeah. So finally, the question we ask everybody: How would you like the world to end? Oh, I think about this a lot. Um, I think about mortality quite a lot, um, almost on a minute-by-minute basis. Um, I mean, there's a big three. Um, obviously, um, sort of some sort of mutually assured destruction, mm. sort of like a, and that'll probably be a mistake. Um, no one's going to launch a nuke knowingly. It'll be by accident. I've lent on it. Oh God, body, yeah, caused the end of the world. Um, or like a you know cyber attack, um, but that could also be a separate uh, reason. But uh, um, I, and I live in quite near central London, so that's guaranteed. I'm, I've been immediately wiped out there because you've, yeah. you've got remember that website. It's down now <laughs> due to global conflicts. But you used to be able to. Um, there's a website where you could uh, find out how you would fare in a nuclear explosion, and you got to pick what type of bomb uh, with the biggest being the SAR, the SAR bomb, the Russian one that was tested. Yeah. And you could find out if you would just be sort of completely annihilated atom by atom, or if you would like die of burning or like eventual radiation poisoning. And every time I was just atomized. Yeah. So that'll be all right. Um, Joys of living uh, in London, that one. Yeah. A, a pandemic, I think it's, it'll, it'll, it'll polish us off at some point. Um, you know, one one that you know um, that'll do it. Um, global warming—that's that's quite a popular one. Uh, everyone says that. It's quite dull. 
Um, It'd be a very slow one. Yeah, a very slow one. And, you know, we'd have to worry about that until five or six years anyway. Um, so that that was all right. I And I thought, I think ultimately I would prefer um, either to be wiped out by some sort of celestial body um, like, a, like a meteorite, like a really big one, because um, that would be quite cool. Yeah. Or to find out that the world is a computer simulation. And by realizing that, um, we no longer become conscious because we re- we realized that we're not, and it was all a sham to begin with. Because I'd really help with the pension. Ooh, shit. Oh, shit. So uh, there's an alarm going off. Uh, we'll find out what that alarm sound means after this break. I need to know where my fucking buttons are again. <laughs> okay, have you got any social medias you want to plug? Plug them here. Uh, if you want to follow me, you can find them by Googling Jerry Bakewell and clicking on Twitter or Instagram. I can't remember what they are. Uh, at Jerry Bakewell, maybe? Not sure. Um, and then for Instagram, it's at Jerry Bakewell, maybe? Not sure. Google it. Why not? So that siren you heard before the break was a sign that things in the world are not right. Not right at all. While we were recording, a young boy named Jamie was handed the magic torch by his trusty dog, Wordsworth. This torch, as we've noted, is magical and can open up a magic portal to other worlds when shone on the surface. Jamie, being a precocious young man, one day decided to see what happens if he turned it on in a room full of mirrors. The light reflected off the mirror into another and another and another and engulfed the room Jamie was standing in into a feedback generator. It eventually turned in on itself and created a portal that would eventually engulf the world that you and I exist in. Before this portal's light touches you, however, an old English sheepdog grabs you and pulls you into a different portal. While you slide down a helter-skelter to a brightly coloured fantasy world that's signposted as being called Cuckoo Land. The dog speaks. I don't remember if he did in the cartoon, but he does now. I'm sorry for dragging you here. You were the only one I could reach before the world we lived in was sucked into itself and turned all human life inside out. Unfortunately, the effects of that stupid kid's actions meant that this world inhabitants ceased to exist as well. But you are safe here for now. What's your name, little fella? Jerry. So, uh, Jerry, this this was was called Cuckoo Land by for my friend. Uh, it seems sad to call it now that now. Would you like to rename it at all? Uh, I'd like to call it uh, New Rotherham. <laughs> New Rotherham. New Rotherham. This is very poetic. Thank you. While I appear to be an old English sheepdog, I'm really an entity that is old as time and without a defining shape. You can change what I look like if you wish. Do you have someone that you, do you inspires you? You would like to look at every day to help you out. A young Lorraine Kelly. Like 90s Lorraine Kelly. Not like too young. That would be, wait, that would be weird. But like a young, sort of like, of like, oh, here's Mr. Motivator, Lorraine Kelly. <laughs> Full of energy. So the old, old English sheepdog called Wordsworth yep. changes into a young Lorraine Kelly from the nineties. Yes. Thank you. Not too young, not too old. Yep. Just, just right. And she takes you on a quick tour of the land. <laughs> quick tour of the land. There are millions of miles of fields and a tiny little, tiny but fully furnished house for you to stay in. Got a kingside lesser mattress. Insert advert for lesser mattresses here when we get one. Japanese talking toilet. It's got running water and a top of the line white goods with auto replenishing fridge. It's sadly just blocks of edible plasticine, but it will do. Like a baby bell? Yes, much like that. Oh, okay. It's not exciting, but it'll keep you alive. Um, fortunately for you, one of the former residents called Nutmeg, who was a ragdoll, had a magic pocket, and um, she left it behind, which you can now use six times to get anything you want from your former planet before it finally implodes on itself. Uh, anything you want at all, except other humans, you can't do that. So six things you want saved from your former planet. Well, oh. I thought long and hard about this, and I, I think my first item, I would like a whisk. A whisk. A kitchen whisk. That's correct, a whisk. Um, it's the only thing on Earth that can whisk things successfully where a spoon won't do and it's also quite an effective weapon 
not one that will will you know sort of deal a fatal blow to somebody, but it will warn them off. Um, and I don't think you know that they would have seen a whisk in this other world. And if you were to have never seen a whisk before, it's pretty terrifying. Um, it's a lot intimidating, of, yeah. A lot of metal that wobbles, it makes noises. Uh, it's shiny if you have a metal one. I've asked for a metal one. Um, it's got a very, you know, it's, it's, it, it feels also, if it, so one, it would be used as a, a weapon. Uh, two, it'd be used to whisk things if you need to whisk things because nothing else can successfully whisk things. Three, a stress buster because there's nothing more, I don't know about you, but if I've had a long day, uh, I want to go home and I want to um, just, just de-stress. And the best way to do that is to hold a whisk and just give it a wiggle. Give it a, just whisk away. Just, just, just in the air. No, no, no set form or just, just, just shake a whisk. And that, and that does the job. So it's, you know, it's, it's, it's like a, yeah, it's got, it's got more uses than a Swiss army knife. If, if in the right hands, I go for a Does whisk. It, isn't there a Swiss army knife with a whisk on it? Uh, yes, but it, it's impractical. It doesn't fold properly. Uh, mm -hmm. you, the knife gets in the way. It's um, no, no. you have to, if you're going to, if you're going to whisk, get a proper whisk. It's an investment. There are a few things in the world that you don't scrimp on. You don't scrimp on buying a mattress because you, you know, you spend half, half your life on a mattress. You don't scrimp on toilet seats, because if you're like me, you spend the other half of your life on the toilet. <laughs> you don't scrimp on, on whisks. There's got to be a good whisk. Words. Thank you. Okay. Whisk words. Kitchen whisk, whisk metal. Metal. Thank you. Cool. Preferable. Cool. And your second item. My second item is a bum bag, or if you're American, a fanny pack. Um, mostly that's just somewhere to put the whisk. <laughs> Because um, you can't, you can't be carrying a whisk around all day. Uh, it's impractical, and you look weird. Um, believe you me, I've been there. Um, and a, a bum, I've got, I've got a very good bum bag actually. Since I got a dog, um, it keeps your things in. So I've got my. I'll talk you through it. I've got a zip at the front, and that's just for quick access. You know, you probably get about two or three fingers in there, and that's just it. The poo bags, you know, quick two, three, bang, poo bags. Um, and then, and then in the the main body of the bum bag, it's got like a flappy bit, and you pull, and that's dog treats, sprats. Um, I've got some nice salmon and fish things that she likes. Uh, liver, dried liver treats that make your fingers stink. Uh, and then, and then, and then just behind that is a little bit, a little bit of netting, a little bit of netting. And I put um, low fat, spreadable cheese in a in a, in a tube. Tubular cheese, have you ever had that? Yeah. Per Pernula is called, I think. Um, I think. And, and, and oh, that'll be in there as well. And then and then you've just got a little bit of miscellaneous space. That could be a, a toy, uh, some brushes. Um, so there's a lot of space in there. So if I'm going to be traversing another world, uh, I, I want a bum bag to keep all my things in. Yeah, special, any colours or styles or well it depends brands. it depends uh how judgmental the people of new rotherham are um in real rotherham don't bother them so if i was in real, real rotherham where it don't bother them I'd, it'd just be any any color really um if i want to make friends and impress people uh it's gonna to have to be bright and also yeah light to attract attention as well high fizz bomb bag please okay uh, bright yellow with the white uh, light stripes on there. Good. Um, Safety first. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Your third item. Uh, I mean, you probably had this before. Uh, it's not very exciting. Is it the machine um, and what shags you? It's the, it's well, we'll see how much room I can fit in my bum bag at the end. Um, and also I remember I've got the whisk, so <laughs> make sure you put the right end in first. Um, <laughs> A Nokia 3210, obviously, it's boring. Uh, but the battery life is about six months. Um, it's indestructible. It can be used as a weapon. Um, mm. You know, you never. It's not going to break ever. And um, although that that is that is assuming that they've they've got a phone network in, you'd rather them. Um, mm, they may put one up some 5G. Yeah, 5G or 5G. Well, it wouldn't matter. Can can a Nokia 3210 pick up 5G? No, it can't. Um, I'll pick it anyway because you never know. 
What well, it's, um, it's a magical place. You can modify it. I can modify it. Oh, okay, it's a, it's a Nokia thirty two ten that can shag you. <laughs> um, only joke. Well, no, you, you can just attach the whisk to it for that. There's no need. For, um, no, it's a Nokia thirty two ten, but bigger, like tablet size, and um, that could really do some damage. I'm really, trying to imagine that now. It's okay. like really cumbersome buttons, um, which is all. Which is my, which is what would be my um, my my pantomime name. <laughs> cumbersome buttons. Good Nokia thirty two ten. That is in there. Nokia thirty two ten. Yeah. Optional whisk attachment. Uh, attachment. Well, I could just um, yeah I could, yeah just hold it very tight together. Item number four. Spandex. Um, spandex. Uh, clothing, my my wrestling trunks. Um, it's the best. It, it it's fire resistant. I think. I'm not. It it can get wet. I've seen trunks. videos. It, it probably is. Yeah, it can get wet. Um, it's it's figure. It can keep. It keeps you just at the right temperature. Uh, it can be hot. It could be cold. Doesn't matter. You'll get there. Um, it's just the most practical. It 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 it, it moves with you. It's breathable. It, it's flexible. Um, it gets the job done. It's it's the best uh, uh, material for clothing, especially in an uncertain environment. Um, so, and, it's very, and, and it holds it all in. If you get it triple stitched like I do, it can hold it all in. Um, so if you're trying to impress any any ladies in New Rotherham, depending on if they if they're like a thin lad, you just pull it up over the gut, holds it in, makes your chest look big. If they prefer a uh, 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 more rotund gentleman just roll them down a touch let it all out hmm. so you're going to go for a whole wardrobe of them or all the same colour oh. Oh, oh, oh it's not just one item like Desert Island Discs no I mean you can take an entire wardrobe of spandex trunks if you want oh well, yeah I'll do that well if I can something can be singlets that'd be great for winter uh, singlets where you have the you know this you got you know the straps on on your over your shoulders spandex um, trunks spandex wardrobe spandex, a wardrobe go. a wardrobe of spandex all different colors for different all different occasions yeah monday tuesday wednesday thursday <laughs> item number five friday <laughs> saturday Sunday. Now, to tell you the truth, I only really wrote down four items. I misread. <laughs> so, uh, um, <clears throat> I've got to think on the spot here, and I'm not. I'm not great at, at thinking. You can take your dog if you want. Um, oh no, she's awful. I, I, <laughs> no, no, no. So I've got. Yeah, I've, okay, fine. I'll take my dog. Um, but she will. She will uh, do a runner at the first available uh, uh, moment. Um, I've got a, it's a one-year-old 30 kilo golden retriever uh, who does not respect me. Um, she likes to jump in ponds. Um, she Yesterday, she pulled me onto a road because she wanted to meet another dog. Um, she would be, quite frankly, atrocious. And she only stopped biting me about a few months ago. So I'd bring her with no expectation that she'd survive more than a day. Um, good way to get rid of her because she's quite expensive. <laughs> um, Okay, and a sixth unplanned item. A sixth, uh, well, it'd have to be a box of matches, just in case uh, the dog did perish and I need to dispose of the body or eat her. Now I've never eaten dog, but it's not it's not beneath me, um, and you know I mean we've recently lost a family pet. Uh, we lost a tortoise. It was 25 years old. Um, and true story, we're looking at getting it taxidermied. Not eating it. Uh, no, no. Well, you can't. No, you, you can't because it's old. Um, you can't eat turtle. You can eat turtle. I'm not sure you can eat turtle. But one of the actually one of the options they gave that, that they give you is you can do this. I wouldn't recommend it. Is you can boil your dead tortoise and then you scoop out its innards and you keep the shell um, to like put things in. Like keys, like letters that you don't want to deal with. Any... Who have you been talking to? Um, <laughs> well, look, he said he's a taxidermist. Uh, he's got very delicate hands. Said he, he was. was in the pub. Um, my dog did pull me into the pub last week, uh, the local, because every time we go in there, they feed her Red Leicester. 
Um, because it's sort of pub that puts little bowls of cut up red Leicester for the locals. Um, so I did meet a taxidermist there. Um, but yeah, I, I, well, then there's the whole thing I'm having at the moment because obviously taxidermy, if people, if people get freaked out by it, and there are certain taxidermists in London, I'm not naming them, but they've come under scrutiny because they've happened upon rare animals but I, I was looking at the website and, I, and we couldn't we didn't we, we didn't know if they did um tortoises and i found an image of a tortoise but it was being ridden by a squirrel like it was riding a skateboard um <laughs> that's the option you can have in in uh, so i'm wondering if it's possible if i can if you can just bite off the shelf things while you're there like to get a get a mouse playing the trombone or something or you know find a squirrel somewhere in the park yeah, well, no, you don't, you don't, and then you, you sort don't. of can have both. We don't have to bring your own. They've they've got they've got some off the shelf items. Um, so I'm trying to I'm trying to politic to get a just a little one, little little mouse, uh, little mouse orgy or something, <clears throat> um, something like that. <laughs> Conversation piece. Yes, it's quite. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so you're taking with you kitchen whisk, yeah, metal, yeah, a high vis bum bag. Nokia 3210, spandex wardrobe. Yep. Full range. Your awful dog. Yep. And a box of matches for the awful in dog. Of, in case a dog perishes. I had written down an oyster card, but I, I didn't. I, I changed my mind. That does tie into one of your specialist subjects. We've figured out for you. Um, so there is an issue with getting these items. Uh, a nutmeg has left the security lock on it, and it requires you to answer some questions about the subjects you might be familiar with to get these items all makes sense essentially you get the question right you get an item you get it wrong you have to sacrifice one of your items oh. I, know, I know you want to really keep hold of those box of matches really fought hard for them so your first question is a multi-parter if you get five correct answers you get to take an item if you get more than that you get bonus answers for later questions so if you get all eight questions correct you get three lives got you right yeah cool so the London Underground. Do you ride it frequently? Yeah, love it. I like the atmosphere. I like the the architecture. Mm. It's like the whole vibe. Um, What's your favourite line? I, I, have, I do think about this quite a lot. Um, it gets a lot of stick. I like the central. Um, it's hot. It's loud. In your face. It's unapologetic. It runs all it's, night. It does. It runs all night. Um, actually, compared to other lines, it's rarely down. Um, mm. And and I like the, the tube. I like the, the carriages, the rolling stock. If you're a if you're a tubeman like myself, um, well, it's not a lot, and it's not like those stupid district line uh, tray uh, ones where you can look all the way down. So if you've had a few drinks, it makes you feel sick. Um, <laughs> you're in compartments, like God intended. Okay, so the multi-parter, I'm going to give you a station name and you have to tell me which line it's on. Piss easy. Sorry. First one, St. John's Wood. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, now I see that the Piccadilly or the Victoria. Um, Piccadilly. You're going Piccadilly. Oh! It is incorrect. It's on the Jubilee line. Oh, shit, yeah. My know? least favourite line. Next one. Raven's Court Park. District. Going district line. Correct. Halston. Halston. Halston, South London. <sighs> the problem is, Halston is an overground stop, and the overground isn't officially part of the London Underground. So I'd the grand line, would, sadly. I hope you would have wouldn't have made that mistake. Um, but I'm going to assume you have made that mistake and said the overground. Ah, oh! Bakerloo line. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> I hate that. That's the second worst favourite line. Oh, this is awful. <laughs> Next one. Perryvale. Perryvale Central. Your favourite line. Best one. I've got a friend who lives in Perryville. Hmm. Hello. Oh, no, he doesn't. Doesn't he? Oh, no, he does. Yeah, sorry. Just doxing him. Oh, yeah, that was. Sorry. He, does <laughs> live in he lives in Greenford, which is near Perryville. 
Okay, Black Horse Road. Black Horse Road. Oh, 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 Black Horse Road, right. Uh, Victoria. No, or the Piccadilly. Oh, which one is it? Black Horse Road. Now, I take the dog sometimes to Finsbury Park, and that's on the Piccadilly. I don't think it's on the Victoria. Correct. Get in. Right at the end. It's got a lot of nice breweries around there. It's not much all of that side of London at the moment. Yeah. Okay, next up, Ladbrook Grove. Ladbrook Grove is the Hammersmith and City Line. Correct. Golders Green. Golders Green. It's North London. Oh, I've gone blank. It's the, it's the no, it's not that one. Uh, oh, I. It's one of the branches of the Northern Line, isn't it? Northern Line. That is five correct. So you get to take an item, but the last one, get an extra guess here. Baker Street. Baker Street lines. Oh, uh, well, Baker Street. Uh, Hammersmith and City, Bakerloo, and there's one more, Metropolitan, uh, I think. Is there one? Oh! No. Hammersmith and City, Bakerloo, Circle, and Jubilee. Ah, oh, Circle, Jubilee. I don't recognise either of them as, as, as lines. So. <laughs> you did get five right, though, so which item are you taking? I will take the whisk. Kitchen Please. whisk is tucked away by Lorraine Kelly. Tucked away by Lorraine Kelly. <laughs> oh. Well, it's hot out and hot in. Next question is a little simpler. Which line has the most stops? Now, I think I've 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 I've, I've had this question before, and it's not what you th it's not what you think it is. Everyone would say, oh, it's Bank. It's not. I think it's Waterloo. Which line? Which which lines? Line. Oh, line has the most stops. Yeah, oh, sorry. I, I thought <laughs> you said which station has the most lines. Uh, which, uh, which line has, has the most stops? Oh. <sighs> I'm going to go with... Uh, oh, okay, see. Northern Line's got two branches up there. And one big one down there. Uh, the Piccadilly line goes all the way to Heathrow, so that's a good shout. District line's got a lot of stops. District line. Going with district. I'm going with district. Correct. Hey! God bless it. Get to take another item. Oh, uh, I will take the bomb bag to put the whisk in. Bomb bag. And for a bonus answer. So if you get this correct, you get a, a life given to you. Oh. Okay. Uh, how many stops do you think are on the district line? 37. 60. Oh, oh wow. That's more than 37. Yes, quite a bit. Yeah. Okay. So that's the one of the underground questions out of the way. Next up, world's strongest man. Yes. How much can you squat? Um, in competition or in the gym? I've, I've not... I've... I've I've squatted uh, at the moment nothing. Um, I, um, uh, what have I squatted before? Two hundred kilo kilograms. Just not a lot, not not a lot at all. Quite a lot for some people. Um, it was in a. I think it was in a competition uh, because I got into powerlifting a little bit, and you can do these competitions that anyone can join. It's very nice, very supportive. It's like an open mic. Yeah, open mic powerlifting. Um, <laughs> And and you have to, you're in weight categories, so I was hoping to get to the 105 kilo category, but I was too fat when I turned up, so I had to do the one to, up to 120 kilo category. Uh, but there are only two people, other people in that, and they were very very strong. So it was like, watch them do the. It was like I was a little kid doing the. Oh, let's see what a normal person try. Oh, there he is, and then the two big guys lifting. Um, I came third, so that was good. Yes, out of three, you gave it a go. 
Obviously, it's, it's probably still more than a lot of people can lift. So. Well, yeah, but yeah, a lot of people are rubbish. <laughs> so these events are made up of multiple challenges, including the farmer's walk, the car walk, the vehicle walk, the fridge walk, and the toss. The toss, favourite one. <laughs> so another event is Atlas Stones. Yep. The current world record for an Atlas Stone being lifted is 630 pounds. Correct. 286 kilograms. During the usual World Strongest Man contest, however, they're a little lighter because they have to do five of them in the fastest time, I believe. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, how light, though? In kilograms, what is the lightest and what is the heaviest using competition? I think the lightest is 100 kilos. Your dog's staring at me. 100 kilos. And the heaviest goes up to like 400. Oh, I knew that uh, was wrong. 160 here. 100, 160? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's probably... Oh, no, actually, no, I'm talking out my ass. Yeah, that's absolutely <laughs> right, yeah. That, it would be literally impossible to do. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, like, 400 kilograms. Hmm. That's, that would be stupid. <laughs> I've realised the error of my ways. Sadly, that loses you one item. Oh, the dog. <laughs> Not the matches. Nope. I'll keep the matches. I'll find another use for them. The dog. So, legendary strongmen, who's your favourite? Uh, Sadrunas Saviscus. Um, and everyone says Jeff Capes. Um, and yes, I enjoy that that sort of era of strongman because they look more like normal people. Well, Jeff Capes is huge and a shot put, an incredible athlete. That's not that's not that's not downplay Jeff Capes. Um, and he had uh, the American chap. Uh, what's his name? I can't remember his name now. It's gone. Bill Kazmaier? Bill Kazmaier, yeah, the former powerlifter. He was an incredible athlete. But everyone else, well, then Magnus Per Magnusson. And then old then jump, Paul Sigmundson. Okay, well, then everyone else, apart from that, just looks like normal people, which I like. There's a wonderful video of uh, on there's this great channel on YouTube, and it's like old Irish archive news footage where they did like sort of um, sort of general interest pieces. And one of them, they, they go out to... Um, to, to meet one of the people competing as Ireland's strongest man. And he just he was just a normal person who wasn't very strong. And then, what do you eat? You know, well, I have a I have some beef and a potato and then I eat the, the oh and they were going, Wow, who no one can eat this much food. They're just trying to pretend that he and he's just a normal bloke. Um I quite <laughs> like that era. But no but my favorite um uh Zadrunas Zaviscus um a lot of people would say Pudjanovsky in that era but um, Zaviskus is the, the probably the best all-rounder uh, strong man that to have ever lived. Cool. This question, I got that. Um, legendary strongman and part-time pro wrestler, Bill Kazmaier, one of the all-time greats of the sport. He won three years consecutively in 1980, 81, and 82. He was so good they apparently didn't invite him for the next couple of years because he beat everybody. Questionable. In 1990, he became the first person to bench. Oh, First person to press the Thomas Inch dumbbell, a dumbbell that weighs 172 pounds, 78 kilograms, a manageable weight, but the size of the handle being 6.03 centimeter in diameter is kind of the issue with that one. It's kind of hard to grip. Well, yeah, it's hard to get your hand around. Yeah. So, yeah, it's quite hard to grip, but he managed to press it. Uh, and the first person to clean and jerk it, however, was a future world's strongest man and Hall of Famer. But who was it? He was the first person to clean and jerk the Thomas Inch Dumbbell. Thomas Inch Dumbbell. World's strongest man and future Hall of Famer. So are we... Uh, so presumably Bill Kazma had to pick it up off the floor and then press it. Mm. So is he pressing it with, with like no leg drive? Um, I would say the clean and jerk is off the floor, isn't it? My yeah, so, so Bill Kazmaier yeah. would need to effectively clean and jerk it, wouldn't he? Unless the Thomas, it was like the Thomas Inch barbell. So you can't really clean and jerk a dumbbell, can you? Oh, oh I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> you know when you, you, you realise that the thing you thought you knew a lot about, you actually <laughs> don't know much about? All right, so all right, let's go. Future Hall of Famer and... Uh, uh, if we're going to go by the era, uh, Bill Kazmaier took some time out, which allowed Jeff Capes to win. Uh, this was in 1990. He became the first person to do it, so it's after 1990. 1990. Oh, yes. Yeah. So it wouldn't have been Jeff Capes, would it? 
I left Jeff, was Jeff Cape still competing in 1990? I, I, I imagine by your what you just said, that's no. So that puts me that puts me right up in the shitter there. Um, 1990. So is it, I've got a bit of a. Uh, I didn't. I'm not really a huge. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna guess incorrectly. Jeff Capes, because I think he he dabbled in Olympic weightlifting, so he would have been adept in the in the, in the cleaning. Jeff Capes. Jeff Capes is wrong, correct. obviously. Yeah. Who was it? Oh, strongest man and sexual chocolate, Mark Henry. Oh yeah. Oh, it was him. Oh cool. Is he is he a Hall of Famer? Oh, he must well, be. future Hall of Famer. Oh. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Sneaky. Yeah. Strong man. Yes, he was. <laughs> Still on the strongest men in 2021. Thomas Stoltman won the title of World's Strongest Man. Yes. Last year. Who took silver and bronze? Oh. Actually, no, hang on. You have to sacrifice an item. I'm forgetting here. All right. I'm going to sacrifice. Well, I've only got a few items left, haven't I? Got oh, your no, Nokia, got... your spandex, or your matches. Oh, God, I've lost so much already. I'm not going to make it. Nokia, spandex, matches. Oh, I've got bomb bag as well. No? You've got your bomb bag and your whiskey. Yeah, they're safe. Uh, oh, they're, so, they're safe. Um, matches. Get rid of the matches. I've got no use for them. The dog's gone. Okay, so still the strongest man in 2021. Thomas Stockwell won the title of World's Strongest Man. Who took the silver and bronze? Oh, now, I don't think Hapthor Bjornsson competed that year. Brian Shaw competed. So Brian Shaw... Ah... It was that Polish lad that I can't remember the name of. He came second and Brian Shaw came third. Um, uh, Martins Lisi couldn't compete through injury. Uh, Mateus, oh. Mateus something came second and Brian Shaw came third, but I can't remember it. So that's me done, isn't it? At least of Brian Shaw. Maxime Boudreau. Boudreau? Well, uh, not... Oh, yeah. Oh. I, I was hoping he was, get uh, that right. He, he, he came out of nowhere. He, I remember that. He was very good in the overhead medley. Mm. Oh. Okay, so that is another item sacrificed, I'm afraid. You have your Nokia or your spandex wardrobe? Uh, the Nokia. I've got no confidence that there's a functioning network where we are. Um and it and I did I did specify it's the size of a tablet. It's cumbersome. It won't fit in the bum bag. <laughs> Nokia's gone. Sadly, Nokia's I could have used it to put the dog out of his misery if it had uh, sustained a, a life-threatening injury. But we've got rid of the dog, so we don't need the Nokia. If anything, we're doing better for not having it. Talking of dogs, your last specialist subjects: golden retrievers. Oh, great! I know very little about them. So the most famous golden retriever outside of the blue peter dogs. Then they're blue peter dogs, the golden retrievers. Yeah, I think they were very yeah. classic standard dog or a Labrador. No one really knows the difference. That's true. I, I forgot. Was, was Bouncer from Neighbours a, a golden retriever? Or um, they're very good at television, so I imagine perhaps. Yeah. Okay, so the most famous one is Buddy. Yeah. The titular doggo in the Disney Buddy series that was kicked off with the iconic Air Bud movie. Who can forget that? Your final question is, how many movies are there in the long-running straight-to-DVD Air Buddies franchise, including the Air Buddies, Air Bud, and the Christmas specials? Right, there's Air Bud, probably Air Bud 2, and let's be honest, 3. Um, the Christmas one, that's four Air Bud films. Um, and then oh, you get you probably push for one more uh, Air Bud. Air Bud. Is, gets euthanized or something. Um, five. You're going to go with five. Five. I'm going to be merciful and give you another shot at that. That is Six. incorrect. Go on, have another go. Oh. Go I'm, I'm going to let you. <coughs> well, it's got, be more than, it's got to be more than five. Um, I mean, it could be one more than five. Could be two more than five. Could be three more than five. Could be four more than five. Five more than five. Could it be six more than five? And you're on your own. Oh. <laughs> six. <laughs> Get with six. Yeah. Oh. It was 14. 14? 
Yes, they made 14 of those films. Oh, that dog. But it, but it didn't see most of the money. It's was it even the same it. dog? I think maybe it was the first couple, yes, and then it was his kids. That's the kids. Okay, well. so at the end of that, you have your whisk. Yep. And your hive is bum bag. I'm happy with that. And you lost your Nokia, your spandex trunks, your dog, and your box of matches. But although we've hit the end, we have got one more thing to go. And the sound effect should be here. Find out what happened after the break. Next week on that F King show, the weird thing about the end of the world. Promo up on next week's show for your show. I want to get you guys to do the advert for it. What, tonight? Yeah, I'll do it now. Just throw, you in, throw it to you. This is an advert for next week's show. Hey, what? What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not part of this. <laughs> so, uh, wait, is this a promo for our show? Uh, as in, as in, weird thing, or is this a promo for your promo for next week's show? The show that we're on now is this week's show. You're on next week's show. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's a time vortex. Go back through the thing. So, so who are right. you? And what are you doing? You're Chris what? from the weird thing about that podcast. Right. Okay. I'm Chris from the weird thing about that podcast. This is Chucky. You can't blame me up like that. What am I going to say? How yep. do you think I feel? <laughs> Fuck. Right. This is what you're in for next week on the F King show. <laughs> Outstanding work, gentlemen, as always. Oh. Clean it, clean it, clean it up in post. What was yeah. I going to say? Hey, yeah, this is Chucky. <laughs> Just hi, like what Chris is, said. Say hi. This is DJ Chucky and the Wild Boys. <laughs> Chucky, make that famous sound you always make. Yo, hug. <laughs> All right. I could do it again if you want. No, no that was great. That was great. <laughs> the best get... Dean's ever seen, apparently. Print it. You only get Just one chance. <laughs> And we're back. So we've got six things that can happen and a dice. Oh gosh. Some of them are good, some of them are bad. Is that what you're doing in on uh, on camera? You're rolling a dice. You're not doing the uh, top the uh the, the what the half inch of dumbbell. <laughs> okay, so when you come through the magic portal, two other people fell in with you. They've been trapped at the top of the hell to skelter, and now they're coming down. It turns out they are... Um, I have to go to the random person generator. Hang on a second. Oh, aren't they good? Okay, what do you want? List one or number two? Uh, number two, please. Okay, we get number two. And we're picking from the list created by Kim Shoot Sings. The options are Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise... Tom Cruise or Tom Cruise. And you get Tom Cruise. Which which era Tom is it now? Tom Cruise now? I'll let you have the choice, yeah. Tom Cruise now or uh, Risky I'll have, Business. I'll have now Tom Cruise. Um he was like the nation's sweetheart that started off, and then he got really annoying for years, and now he seems alright again. So we'll go for hmm. now Tom Cruise. You seem quite happy with that one. Okay, cool. Um, bigger number again, one or two? Uh, one, please. One. And this is... All right, we're choosing from Randall Parker's Randall Parker's Film Club list. Oh. The options are Brie Larson, Will Smith's Moody Wife, Gwyneth Paltrow, Amber Turd, Ryan Reynolds, or Vin Diesel. I like my chances. I like my chances here. You have Gwyneth Paltrow. Yes! So they've now come down the slide and joined you in New Rotherham. Don't bother them. So are you happy with your what you've got there? D delighted. Absolutely. Who wouldn't want to see Tom Cruise and Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> um, down a slide? So as you uh, settle into your new life there with your whisk, your bomb bag, Tom Cruise and Gwyneth Paltrow, um, they're opening up all the speakers 
on every other earthly realm that's possible through that portal to give you a chance to give a speech to the rest of humanity and play them a bit of music as well. So you want to pick one song to play to everybody as they go off into different portals of existence, I guess. I'm not okay. in this far to it. But yeah, a bit of music, a bit of a speech. I, I would choose Ultravox, uh, Dancing with Tears in My Eyes, please. Oh. Yeah, song about the end of the world. Nice. So do you want to give a final speech to everybody as they listen to Ultravox? And the lovely times of mid-year. People, are we doing it now? Yeah. Oh, pe- people of New Rotherham, although you may have tears in your eyes, remember, it's always important to dance. Because if we don't dance, then we won't know what we're capable of. I came to this universe with it all. I had a whisk. I had a bum bag. I had an oyster cut, and I didn't choose oyster cut. I had spandex trunks, a wardrobe full. I had a dog I didn't like, matches, and a Nokia 3210. I stand in front of you, presumably naked now, as I lost all the spandex. Sadly, yes. Covered only by, my modesty covered only by a bomb bag with a whisk in it, <laughs> making quite the dubious shape uh, for you. But look at me, I'm happy. I'm happy with my celebrity friends, Gwyneth Paltrow and Tom Cruise, who are fucking terrified, to be perfectly honest, because they've been told nothing up to this point. Life's what you make it. <laughs> and that's and, and at the end of the day, we're all going to be dust anyway. We'll all be dust. So enjoy the time you have now, or, or don't. I've been Jerry Bakewell, and uh, this has been a thoroughly strange experience. <laughs> All's left for us is to bid you goodbye. Go to totalcultzone.com for your FKing show needs and desires. There's uh, loads of stuff on at the moment. A Patreon account you can subscribe to. Get some art stuff. Get a, a daily blog. You can buy me a coffee on there. It's, it's all very welcome. And uh, I, I would like you to give me some money because I like money occasionally. Send us emails at fkinghello at gmail.com. You can send all your hate mail and your grundle pics. Thank you. Say goodbye. Bye. I forgot how good that song was. It's, a, it's an absolute banger. <laughs>